Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Lamed Aleph in Rosh Hashanah. Again, we learned for a four shleimer for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. All right, yesterday um, we got to the very top, the very top line. Tanya, second word from the end of the line in the first, uh, first line on daf Lamed Aleph. Tanya Rabbi Omer, we discussed yesterday about the, um, we're talking about the uh, Shir Shalyom that could be uh, messed up when they didn't know if that the first day of Rosh Hashanah or the 30th day of Elul, whether it was going to be Rosh Hashanah or not. So if they didn't know, that the in the morning, they always did the regular Shir Shalyom, whatever it was, as we'll describe that. We know it, we say it every day in davening. But um, for Mincha time, if it was Rosh Hashanah, then they would have a special one. But if they didn't know if it was Rosh Hashanah, that was their dilemma, and that was the discussion we had yesterday. So here we get into the regular Shir Shayom that we say every day. Tanya, Rabbi Yudam Shumar Bekiva said, Neymar Bekiva, what do we say on the, we know the, the Shir Shayom that we say every day from Sunday through Shabbos. Rabbi Kiva gives the following reasons for them. Barishan Mayom, where they say, Lashem Haratzim Loa, that's what we say the first day. Yom Yom Rishim Shabbos, and we say, Lashem Haratzim Loa. Al-Shem Hashem acquired the world. Of course, he made the world, but he says he acquired it, Al-Menas, and in order to give it over, in order to give it to uh, man and the beasts that he was going to create later on that week. and he ruled over his world. That's why he said, Hashem Hashem created the world. It's all his. He gave it to, it for usage, he gave it to uh, the, the briot that he created, the animals, and eventually uh, human beings. B'Shani Mayom, what do we say on Monday? We say, Great is God, and he is very praised. Because he split everything up. He split the heavens from the earth. Rashi says that um, the different levels of the rakia, and he sat up on high. The Girsa is here that um, and he ruled over them. And the Yashab Marom, and he went, Hashem sat up on high above all his creations. That's what we say on the second day. Bashlishi Hayomer on the third day, that's Tuesday. Hayomerim, that's today. Elokim Nitzah Badas Kel, the Kelvikim Nishbat, that's the short, the shorter uh, psalm that we say. Hashem sits in the assembly of God. Al Shem Why? Al Shem Shagila Aretz Bechachmaso. He revealed the earth. In other words, at that point, on the third day, he separated the water, etc., and he. Um, uh, right, and let the dry land be seen. Let's let the earth be seen. So, because of that, that's why Hashem was great, and He did. Hashem, He said in the assembly of God, and the uh, Hechem He He uh, prepared the world, the earth, <coughs> for His congregation. That's what Hashem did. Hashem did a great thing on that day. He decided to do that in the assembly of God. Bervi Hayomrim on Wednesday. <coughs> what do they say? Hashem is the Lord of revenge. Hashem Shabar Chama because you graded the sun and the moon that day. And eventually Hashem will, will uh, repay in kind those who serve, uh, those who worship the sun and the moon. In other words, that's to remember that Hashem created the sun and the moon for our benefit, but for those who think that they are, that the sun and the moon are gods, Hashem will pay them back for their uh, bad actions. And on Thursday we say, we quoted this passage yesterday, we rejoice to God of our strength, right? Uh, blow the trua, blow the shofar for the God of Yaakov. Hashem created all the various kinds of birds and fish as a praise to him, because when people see all the various kinds, the millions of different species, 
That's a great praise to God for what he was able to do. But what do we say on Friday? Hashem Moloch, Hashem ruled Geuslavesh. He wears majesty. Hashem, Shagom Moloch, he finished the world, everything is complete. Look at the great majesty that God wears. And he ruled over them. On Sha on the seventh day, Shabbos, what do we say? Mizmor Shil Yom Shabbos. What was the purpose of Mizmor Shil Shabbos? So here's the issue. Rabbi Kiva, who we're quoting now, Rabbi Yudasad and Rabbi Yom Shakul Shabbos. We're talking about the day that's going to be totally at rest, meaning Rashi explains, when the world will be destroyed after 6,000 years. That's the cabal we have in the Gemara. After 6,000 years, the world will be destroyed. We're getting closer, 5782, right? The world will be destroyed. Then there'll be no world. That's good. Everything is going to be at rest. Then, Rav Nachem, and the Pasuk says, V'niskev Hashem Levado, Hashem will be alone that day. The whole world will be destroyed. So that's Mishmur Hashem Yom Shabbos. In other words, Rabbi Kiva learns that whereas the first six, the six days, the, the six days, Sunday through Friday, this year that we say, is in commemoration of my separations, the various things that took place, on Shabbos, we don't say, uh, the tefillah, because Hashem rested. We don't say Mishra because Hashem rested, but rather we're talking about the future, the world that's going to be after the world will be totally at rest, <coughs> when the world as we know it won't be around anymore. Amr Nechemia, so Rabbi Nechemia took issue with Rabbi Kiva. He says like this, Ma ro'ah, the girsa is, Amr Nechemia, v'chi ma ro'ah Rabbi Kiva l'chalik. Why do Rabbi Kiva uh, separate bena prakamalolu? In other words, to say that the first six mizmorim uh, 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 that we say in the seven, uh, six days of the week, Sunday through Friday, is for things that took place at Maizabrashis. And the seventh day, Mizmor Shalom Shabbos, is for them that's going to take place in the future. He, disagree, he disagreed with that. He says, no, the seventh one, as we'll see, the seventh day, Mizmor Shalom Shabbos, is also because Hashem rested. The, all seven mizmorim from Sunday through Friday, through Shabbos, including Shabbos, are for what took place then, and Hashem rested on Shabbos, as we'll see. Ella, we'll see what the machlokus is, what the basis is, but he says, rather, but it's, how does Reb Nechem, you learn? Ella Barishon, Shekhan, Vehikna, These, the first six days, he basically says the same thing as Rebbe Kivis. this is all repetition. The first first day we say Hashem are some law because Hashem acquired the world and gave it, uh, prepared to give it to his creations, and he ruled over the world. Yet he separated the heavens from the different levels of heaven from the earth. Umalachalem and ruled over them. Bashlishi, again, he's, he's, it's sort of like a quicker version. He's not explaining all the psukim, but the Shlishi, the third day, it was Alchemnitzavak Badaskel Shagila Eres Bachachmaso. In his great wisdom, he revealed the earth. He said, let's see the, the earth, the dry land. And he prepared the world for his congregation. Again, on Wednesday, because he created the sun and the moon, and it's called because he's going to take revenge on those who worship the sun and the moon. As Hashem gave them something good, and they turned it into something bad. Because he created all the various species for Shrech Shrech. And that's what Shem Melch gave us Lavesh, Umalach Aleim. B'Shvi Al Shem Sheshava. So here's where is the Mechemi difference with Bekiva. The Shvi is not because of the future world that's going to be destroyed in the seventh thousandth millennia, in the seventh millennium, but rather because Hashem rested on the seventh day. That's why he said Mizmor Shemes VeKemifugei B'Derav Kina. What's Mechos between Bekiva and and Rab Nechemia? They argue about Rav Kinnir. Dom Rav Kinnir. Rav Kinnir says Shisa Alfi Shanei Haviyama. The world will exist for six thousand years. Vachad Charov and it will be destroyed for one thousand years before Tchias Amesim, etc. There'll be a period of destruction for a thousand years, meaning one thousand years, one millennium. One millennium. Shenemar Veniskav Shem Levado. Hashem alone will be that day. Hashem will be raised himself that day. There won't be anybody else. 
That's what Nina says. Abaya Omer says, no, Shrecharov, the world will be destroyed for 2,000 years. The world will exist for 6,000 years, and they'll be destroyed for 2,000. Shinemar, Yechayenu Miyamayim, revive us from two days, so to speak, from two millennia. Revive us from two. Okay, so, therefore, therefore, we're saying like this, that Rav Nechemia doesn't hold of Kedina. Rav Tina said it was destroyed for one for one thousand years. Okay, fine. Mishmos The seventh day we say the Yom Shabbos refers to the seventh year, the seventh millennium, right? The seventh millennium that will be destroyed at that time. There'll be six years, six thousand years, one one year, so to speak, one one millennium for every year of creation, and then in the seventh millennium there'll be destruction. And the Mishmoshim Shabbos is for that seventh millennium, the seventh millennium, when everything will be destroyed. That's how Rav Akiva learns. And he goes with what Rav Katina said, that it'll, that'll be destroyed for 1,000 years. But Abaya says that the world will be destroyed for 2,000 years. So it doesn't say Mishmoshim Yom Shabbos. There's two days involved there. So he says rather that Mishmoshim Shabbos is because Hashem rested. And like Rashi explains, Rav Nechemia doesn't hold the Rav Katina. Eliel's like a bias, says the world's going to be destroyed for 2,000 years, so it doesn't, say, it doesn't make sense to say Mizmuli Shil Yom HaShabbos. Yom HaShabbos referring to like one day or one millennium. We're not talking about one day, there's, there's 2,000 years, two millennium, uh, two millennia. So therefore, uh, that's the basis of the Smachlokas, but what's the purpose? We all agree that we say Mizmuli Shil Yom HaShabbos, that's the Yom that we say every Shabbos. The question is, what's the reason for it? What about on Musaf of Shabbos, Mayim? What do they say on Musaf? Again, so... The yom is for the regular tefillah. What about, is there a special yom for the Musaf of Shabbos? Today we don't have that, right? But that's the question that Gemara asks. Is there a, Musaf, a special yom for Musaf of Shabbos? My yom, Amar Van Barava, Amarav, yes, there is. Haziv Lamed Chav. What is that? It's an abbreviation for Hazinu Shemayim Vadabeira. For divide the, the Parsha of Hazinu into... Uh, there, into like this is the the uh, first letter. It's an acronym representing the six parshias of Hazinu. The first one, this, the Rishonim disagree exactly how you split it up, exactly what the Pesukim are. But Rashi shot is that the hay is for Hazinu Shemayim Vadabera, Zayin is for what Zechor Yimos Olam, right? And then we have the Yud, which is Yakiveo Bamasei Oretz, etc., etc. And Rashi brings down what those are for. So yes, that's for the six, so the, it's divided into six portions, right? That means, we'll, as we'll see, we take six turns. Musaf of one Shabbos and Musaf of another Shabbos, Musaf of another Shabbos, each one responsibly taking Hey, Zion, Yud, Vav, Lamed, Chav, which are abbreviations for portions of Azinu. <coughs> what about... Um, just like there's in Shul also, when we have Rishon, Shani, Shlishi, Ravi, Hamishi, they're split up in the same way. That's how you split up Hazinu and Zechor Yimosolim, etc. That would be Shani, etc. But Mincha Shabbos, what did they say, Mincha and Shabbos? Was there a special Yom there? So, Amrav Yochanan, Oz Yashir, like Oz Yashir Moshe, the first part of Yashir Moshe, and then the second part is divided to Micha Mocha, and then another Oz Yashir, there's another Oz Yashir in Bamidbar, Oz Yashir Yisrael, Da'alei Be'er, etc. That, that's in there. So that's three different parshas there. So when we say here, so what do we say? Musaf Shabbos has six different ones, and, and Mincha has three. Bailu, Hani, Kula, Bechad, Shabbos, would you say them all at one time, or is it divided into six, but you say it, at one Shabbos, and the same thing with Mincha, you say them all, Odilma call Shabbos for Shabbos, Armichad. Or each Shabbos, you say one of them, you take turns. One Shabbos, you start, you start, let's say, the Mincha Oz Yashir, the next Shabbos, Micha Mocha, and then the third Shabbos, the third Oz Yashir. And the same thing with Hazinu, 
for Musaf in the morning of Shabbos. So which one is it? Tashmat, Atanya, Rabbi Yossi, Achas, Rishonah, Achas, until the first one, meaning Musaf, completes one round, Shnir Chazer Shnaim, the second one repeats, finishes two rounds. Shema Minah, called Shabbos, of Shabbos, Amichad, Shema Minah. So you see what happened was this. The minig then was that on Musaf, let's say the first Shabbos, you're doing, they said Ha'azinu, until Zechor Yomah Solom, then, at Mincha, they would say, Oz Yashir, the first part, until Micha The next Shabbos, they would do Zechor Yomos Olam in the morning for Musaf, and then Micha for Mincha, and so on. So they would t- take turn, respond, they would take turn each Shabbos with a different parsha. Then Mincha, where there was only three parshos, you would complete two rounds of that in the time that you would complete one round of Musaf, because Musaf had six parshios that we said, six different uh, Shir Shalayoms, and you would do it on six consecutive Shabbosim. Mincha had only three, so you would complete one, you'd complete two rounds of three in the same time that you complete one round of six. Amar Vyura, Barini Amar Vyachran. There were ten journeys that Hashem left us from. And as Hashem started off, as we'll see, in the Holy of Holies, in the Kosh Hashem, and slowly He left us because we committed uh, idolatry, because we brought idols into the base of Migdash. So little by little, Hashem left us each time giving us an opportunity to do tshuva, and we didn't do tshuva, Hashem left us entirely, and we went into Golas. So, Esra Masos Nasashchina Mikroi, based on scripture, based on psukim, as we'll see. We're going to quote that. Ukenegdon, now this was all in the, at the time of the first base of Migdash. Time of the first base of Migdash, Hashem left us in stages, in ten different journeys, as we'll describe in a minute, and based on psukim. And the same way, at the time of the second base of Migdash, the Sanhedrin also went into exile step by step. And that's based on the Gemara. That's the tradition that we have. Not that's not on Psukim. That's that's the Sanhedrin left that based on on the Gemara. What is what is that? Esr Masos Nasa Shechina. The Shechina left us in ten journeys. We cry based on Psukim. Why? Number one, Mikaporos. Hashem was in the in the Kodesh Kodeshim on the Kaporos, the cover of the Aram, and he went from there. He jumped from there to the Kruv, to the Kruvim there. Umikruv. Uh, it takes out Mikruv Lekruv because there's no Pasuk really for that. So it's from Mikaparis to the Kruv and from Kruv Lemiftan to the threshold. Either it's from Rashi over here, it's Mashma, the threshold of the whole Mishkan or the threshold of the, um, of the Heichal, meaning the, outer, the, outer, the threshold of the outer door. Some say, and Rashi elsewhere says that it's Miftan is the threshold of the Kodesh Kodeshim, not the threshold of the of the um, the bias, the, the whole uh, Heichal. But from here, Rashi's mashma the Heichal. So, then, so Hashem jumped first. Hashem went from the Kaporos to the Kruv, from the Kruv to the threshold. Mift on the Chatzor, from to the Chatzor of the Azor. From there he went into the Mizbech. Mizbech Lagag, from the Mizbech he went to the Gag, to the roof of the, of the Heichal. Migag Lachoma, from there he jumped to the Choma of the uh, Azara, of the wall. From there he jumped into the city of Yerushalayim, Meir, Lahar, from there he went to the Har, Har Azaisim, Umehar, Lamidbar, from there, Lamidbar, Umehar, also, Yashem Koma, from the Midbar, Hashem left us totally, and he went up to heaven, so to speak, and he didn't have, his Shechina did not rest downstairs at all, Shenemar, Eilech, I will go, Ashub, I will return to my place, okay, now what's the, where are the Psukim, how do we know this, so those are all the ten journeys, how do we see some Psukim, so, so he brings up Psukim, Mikaporos, Lekruv, Lekruv, Umikruv lemiftan takes out mikruv lekruv because he doesn't have that gear. So one kruv to the other kruv. So mikaparos lekruv and mikruv lemiftan. The sivunarati lechashama. I will meet you there. But he barati etcham me'alakaporos. First he says me'alakaporos, and then 
It says afterwards, Exiv, it takes out Vayarkev, uh, Vayarkev al Kruv Vayov, he takes that out, and he goes to the next line, Uksiv Kvot Elokei Yisrael Nalami al Kruv. Oh, so Hashem first was on the, on the Kaporas. It says, and then it says, left from the Kruv. So you see, he went from the Kaporas to the Kruv. Asher Yolov El Miftan, the Pusik says, right? Went from the Kruv. Asher Yolov El Miftan Abayas until the threshold. So you see here in these Psukim, right here in, from, from Vanadich Hashem, he said, originally was on the Kaporas. Then it says, Hashem left the Kruv to the Miftan. So obviously, he went from the Kaporas to the and then from there the Pasuk says, El Miftan Abayas. Miftan Lechatzer, Tachsiv, Vayamalei Habayas Es Ha'anam. The house was filled with a cloud. Vahachatzer Malaya, and the Chatzer was filled with Noga Kvod Hashem, the brightness of the honor of Hashem. So you see Hashem was in the Chatzer now. So he went from the Miftan to the Chatzer. Mechatzer Mzbech, Mzbech, Tachsiv, Vareisi As Hashem, Nitzav on Mzbech. Pasuk says, I saw God standing on Mzbech. So from the Chatzer, Hashem went on to the Mzbech. Mzbech Legag, it's better to sit on the corner of the roof, Pusik says. Um, in <clears throat> this is in Mishlei. May better than a, a difficult wife and a house of a friend. Meaning a difficult wife referring to Knesset Israel, who now had an idol in there. So Hashem said, I'd rather rather than uh, I'd rather sit on the roof uh, than sitting with a difficult uh, wife. So Tov Lashem was up in Esagag. Migag Luchom went from the, from there to the wall. The Chiv Vinei Hashem Nitzavah Chomas Anach. Hashem sat on the wall uh, of the plumb line, meaning a, a straight line, a straight wall. Uh, so you see, he sat on the wall. Mechom Alir from there went to the city. The Chiv called Hashem Laer, the voice of the city. So you see, from the wall of the Azar, Hashem went into the city of Yerushalayim. Called Hashem Laer Yikra. Umeir Lahar. From the city, Hashem went to the mountain. The mountain is Har Harazaisim. The Chiv Vayal Kvod Hashem Eal. Uh, from went from up from the, from the city by Yamod Hashem and Hashem sat on the mountain which was in on the east of the city. So <clears throat> you see over here um, that um, that Hashem went to from there to Har Hazesim. Okay, um, right uh, uh, to the Har Hazesim. Mehar Midbar from there we went to the Midbar. Sif Tov LaShevas BeEretz Midbar. Again, the same the same uh, area in Mishlei. First, Hashem said it's better to sit on the roof than a difficult wife. Then it said a few psukim later in Mishlei it says Tovla Shevas Be'eretz Midbar to sit in a, in a wilderness Me'eshes Midyanim Vachas from a difficult, angry wife. So Hashem finally left and he went uh, to the Midbar. Then Hashem said he went up on his place on high. I will go. Hashem will return to my place. Hashem waited, Hashem's countenance waited in the Midbar for six months in the Midbar in the hope that they would do tshuva. Hashem once they didn't do tshuva, Amra, he said, let them blow up, and let them die. The eyes of the weevil will fail. They will lose any hope and any uh, the Rashi that means their strength, Ma'uzim the stock, their strength will leave them. They will have like no strength, Manos, like their inner lick, their inner, uh, um, you know, their inner moisture will go away. And their hope will, 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 will go away, will expire, the, the soul will expire. So that was, that's, that's the, those are the 10 stages that Hashem left us at the time of the Bayes Rishon. And the Sanhedrin, 
uh, at the second the base Migdash also went into Golas based on the tradition we have. How did they, I mean, first they left the where they ruled over all cases to the Chanut. Rashi has the Chanuyot, it's called the, the booths or the uh, stores, really, which was also an area in Harabayas. Once they stopped donning, they stopped ruling capital cases because the, the murder rate was so high that they just couldn't take it anymore and they stopped ruling on, on uh, capital cases. So they left, so to speak, the Supreme Court in the Lishchas Agosas, and they went to another area called the Chanut on Harabayas. And Mechanut, they went to Yishlaim, Yishlaim, the Yavna, as I said, had went from place to place. We just talked about Yavna the other day. Umi Yavna Usha, Meusha le Yavna, Umi Yavna Usha, they went back from Yavna to Usha again a second time. Umi Usha le Shvaram, they went to Shvaram, Umi Shvaram le Beit Sha'orim, they went to the north, uh, north Eretz Shrom, Beit Sha'orim, Beit Sha'orim le Tzipori, also in the north, Mitzipori le Tferi, they went down to Tferia, which was a low lying area. But Tferia, Mukumikun, was the lowest of them all, not only physically, apparently, spiritually as well. Shinemar, the Pasik says in Yeshaya, the Pasik says like this in, Shv- in Yeshaya Chavtes, says, V'shafalt may Eretz to the Beiri, and you will be made low, and you will speak like from the ground. may offer, and from the dirt, Tishach Imraseich, your, your words will be brought down, and you will hear your words, so to speak, from the offer, from down deep on the ground. In other words, your voice will just come out of the dirt, so to speak. That's what he means here. Rabbi Lazar Omer, and the, what's the gear said that galus. There were uh, there were six uh, exiles. Uh, again, this is also a pasuk in in uh, Yeshaya. Because the ones above were brought low. Kiryaniskava, the high city was which was above. Yashpilena will be made low. Yashpila will be made low. Ad arts until the ground. Yagyanad Ofar. And it will it will uh, come down to the ground, to the dirt. Tirmasena Rogel, Ragle One Pame Dalam. In other words, it in- indicates here the Sheikh Golas. Heishach Rashi says, Heishach Aschada, that's one, Yashpilana is Trey, Yashpil is Tlas, Ad Eretz Arba, Yagiena is the five, Chamesha, Ad Ofer Sheish, so he darshans that whole Pasuk, one Pasuk, Yeshach, one, Yashmir Amkiri, this go, Yashpilana is two, Yashpil is three, Ad Eretz is four, Yagiena, five, and Ad Ofer, in other words, that Pasuk indicates that there were six levels of, of, uh, of exile based on that Pasuk, so maybe he's arguing that there's not ten, that there's six, or that within that one, that within the last one, it was like six more levels of Golas. There will be, eventually from there, we will be redeemed. Shinamar Hisnari, wake up, may offer from the dirt. You'll be low to the dirt. Wake up from there. Kumishvi, get up and sit up. So uh, that's a nice ending to this, uh, the levels of Golas that we have over here. Amar Vishu Ben Karcho. Ba'ozo Zake. We're talking here about Takanas Rebbechem and Zake made about... Um, uh, here, here we talked about the the Adam seeing Adam the whole day on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. They didn't stop at Mincha. Various takanas that he made. And what was the kamei Shafila Rosh Bezdin b'chol If the Rosh Bezdin, remember the Rosh Bezdin is the one who calls out Mekudash when he hears the Adam, and they they all agree that you know the Adam have been interrogated and they've seen the new moon. Uh, it's not a new moon until it's officially declared. And there, the Chief Justice, the Rosh, the Abbezin says Mekudash. So let's say the uh, Rosh Bezdin had to leave. He wasn't there. He says, I feel the Rosh Bezdin, 
they don't have to go follow him, even though he's the one who has to say normally Mekudosh, they go to the Makam of the they go to the assembly, meaning the regular Sanhedrin, meaning if for some reason the chief justice wasn't in, at the session, he had to go away somewhere, they don't have to follow him there, even though he's the normal one who says Mekudosh, but rather, uh, if, if the other, part, other people in the Sanhedrin are there, they can also say Mekudosh, even though the preferable way is for the Abezin to pronounce it, and everybody repeats Mekudosh, Mekudosh, but if he's not there, we don't tell the Adam to go running around looking for him. So that's only when it comes to Kedosh HaKadosh, but we'll see when it comes to regular halachas, uh, they do have to follow the Bezdin. If the Bezdin isn't in session where they normally sit, you got to go follow him. And he gives a story over here. It says the Gemara, he is uh, Daz Menua. Uh, so again, this was a Takan of Yochman Zakai that if the Rosh Bezdin's not there, the other people in the Bezdin can handle it for Kedosh HaKadosh. This is another takana. We'll see the the number of the various takanas that he made. Yes, there was a woman does muna ladina kameda meimer, but our daw a meimer summoned a woman who apparently owed some money, and uh, there was a a court case, and he summoned her to a din Torah in Narda. Azlam meimer lemchuza. Meanwhile, he summoned her, but meanwhile he had to travel to mechuza for some reason. Below Azlam basrei, but she didn't follow him to mechuza. Kasev psichala. He wrote he wrote a uh, a star of condemnation and put her in cheirim. Because uh, you know, because he, he, he a writ of of Rashi uh, Shamsa, he wrote a writ of um, of putting her in Cheram of uh, of uh, putting her. Uh, what's the word for Cheram, Michael? <laughs> like uh, excommunication. Excommunication. Very good. He excommunicated her, or he was about to excommunicate her if she didn't show up because he didn't follow to Mechuzer. What do you mean? We just said in the Mishnah, if the Bezdin goes somewhere else, they should go to the regular place of the Bezdin. They don't have to follow him to that place. And that was what we learned in the Mishnah. So Amemer said, That's because if you're going to force people to follow the chief justice wherever he happens to be, people are going to say, I'm not going to go running around, and you'll, they're not going to bother reporting the new moon. So you're, you're going to make them stumble in the future, and they won't show up. But over here, the woman's got a court case. She owes money. says the Pesach. The lova, the borrower, is like a slave to the malva. He has, she has to show up. So therefore, this case is different. The Mishra was only talking about a case of Kedosh HaKadosh. Tanur Rabbanim. Ein Kohanim Rishon Lalas B'Sanel L'Duchim. We know Kohanim, when they Duchim, when they bless the people, they're not supposed to go up with their shoes. It's not proper to go with their shoes to the platform where they bless them from. V'zuachim Mitesha Tekonosh Shehizken V'yachim Zakai. This is one of the nine Tekonosh Shehizken V'yachim made. After the after the Churban, basically, V'yachim Zakai was Matakan nine Tekonosh. That's one of them, that they shouldn't go up with their shoes. What are the nine? Shis, the high pirka. Six of this parak. What are the six of this parak? So Rashi tells us the one is in the Mishnah we just said that uh, the, the Adam who report the, the, uh, the new moon do not have to follow the chief justice if he's not at the regular session of the court. Uh, they don't have to follow him. That's one Takani made. And then Rashi quotes the other five that we had in this in this parak. Chamish and what are they? token that they should blow the shofar. Hiskin uh, Shiatok, they blow the shofar in Bezdin. You remember? They didn't blow the shofar outside. Uh, if you came out on Shabbos, Rosh Hashanah came out on Shabbos, they didn't blow the shofar 
outside of Yerushalayim and elsewhere, but they, they do blow it wherever there's a Bezdin. That was one Takana. That was number two, if you count uh, our mission's number one, going backwards. That they take the, we take the Lulav all seven days, even though Menorahs, it's only one day. That you can't eat the new Chadash, the whole 16th day, as we said, either based on a Doraisa, or that they shouldn't be machshel for the next, uh, next uh, when, when the base will be rebuilt. All day, even after Mincha, Right and our case over here. So what? What he's, he he repeats this right? Chadahai, and Chadahai really means this one over here that we just said about the coin not going up to Duchen. So if you count our mission, our mission was really in order. Our mission is number six. That that he says uh, that was makom uh, vad. They should go to the makom that the edus chodesh don't have to follow the chief justice. They should just go to the makom avad. That was number six. And our case that we mentioned in the, in the Gemara about not the coin and not tuchling with their shoes on is number seven. Six of this parak that we just mentioned. the and one in the previous parak that was what the, in the previous parak we said that you're, that the Adam were allowed to be mechal shabbos. Uh, to, to report the new moon, they should only do it on Nisan and Tishrei when the holidays were dependent on those two. The other cases were not were not uh, were not Mechal Shabbos for that. So that was another takana that he made. So we had six of this parak, including our mission, which was number six, and we had the one about the shoes. That's number seven, and one of the previous parak about not being Mechal Shabbos except for Nisan and Tishrei. The Mechal Shabbos to report the new moon for the other months they did not, and that would be number eight, right? So we said six of this parak. One of the previous parak, right? And um, right, six day perka, chada the perka kama, right? So we, what do we have here? In other words, um, six of this parak, and one of the previous parak, right? That would be seven, right? So how many do we have in total now? So chada uh, hai. Rashi says chada one if you count this one, and chamesh masnisin chada the perka kama, and the one that we just mentioned. Right, so we have how many in total? Uh, we have again. Let's review it. Six of this parak. Chada the pirka kama. One of the previous parak. That would be about Nisan and Tishrei v'Cham Shabbos. Ve'idach. In other words, if, if you count this one about the shoes, that would be number eight. Ve'idach the tani gershon askayr b'smanazet sarch shiafish rova lekino. Right. So no. So the truth is that this is this is number eight. This is number eight. What's that? That if a ger is megayer bezmanazayis, a ger in the time of the base of Migdash, not only did he have to do mila if he was a boy, he had to do mila and tefila, woman only tefila, but you also had to bring a carbon. Now the carbon's on ma'akiv, and therefore you can accept gerim today. Uh, but the carbon's on, but they were supposed to bring a carbon also. So, uh, so he says if a ger is megayer today, he should separate money, like a rova shekel or whatever, a certain amount of money to to, to buy two birds that we bring as a carbon. And you should separate that money today. Amr Shem Lazar, Kvar Nimna Lem Rechum Zakai, Rechum Zakai Ordis was Matakno Bitla. He says, don't do that today, Meatakala, because if you have Hegdish money, you might come to use it by mistake, and then you're Moel Behegdish. So he stopped doing that. So that would be number eight. Again, if you count the sixth of this parak, including our Mishnah, right? Including our Mishnah, and Chada the High, again, Rashi says that. Um, Shistahai Perka, Chadahai, the Brysa, this one about the shoes, about not wearing the shoes, and the five of the Mishnah about blowing the shofar at the Bezdin Bismanazeh, uh, or after, after, after the Chorban. They blew the shofar on Shabbos at the base of Migdash, and they'll take Lulav seven days, every three, and Yom Anav Kolo Asr, and Makabim Eidus Kolo Yom, 
and uh, the Mokum Avad. So there would be a six and one of the of what that they're they're only Mechal Shabbos for Nissan and Tishrei. Uh, to report it, that would be the previous parak, and then we have this case of the ger that would be number eight, and what's number nine? So, so that would happen. Then, first, let me ask, why do they say you know the the original takana wasn't a ger? It was a guy who should set aside money. What about a yoledes or a zava who also has to bring a carbon? Because that's a chiv to carbon. This one's only optional, so possibly they would be more makel. But anyway, Biachum Zakai said, you don't do that today. Don't separate money for hagdish that you're going to bring a carbon because how are you going to protect the money? You might uh, you might come to use it. There's no base of hagdish now. The Edoch, what's the number nine? The uh, ninth account of Rebbechim Zakai. Plucked the Rapapa of Nachmar Yitzchak. It's a machlokas. Rapapa says number nine is one thing. Nachmar Yitzchak says number nine is something else. What's the machlokas? Rapapa says Karen Ravai. What's Karen Ravai? Karen Ravai is like Netra Ravai. If you have vines uh, in the fourth year, you got to bring it to your shalim. However, of course, you could redeem it for money and bring the money to your shalim. But Rav Nachman Yitzchak, it's Lashon. We'll talk about what the Takana was. Rav Nachman Yitzchak said it was Lashon Shal Shahuris, the the uh, the thread of the thread thread that they put on the scapegoat. Rav Papa from Karim Ravai, what's the case that Tanan we learn? Karim Ravai Hayolu Shalayim Mahalach Yom Lachol Tzad Zui Tchuma. Knows that they that the, the rabbis made a Takana as follows at the time of the base Migdash. He wanted the base Migdash. They wanted Yishlaim to be pro- properly adorned and decorated. So they said, listen. Yeah, Minatora, you could just redeem it for money, your fourth year produce, and bring it to Yerushalayim. But if you live within like a day's journey of Yerushalayim, the rabbi said, no, you got to bring it to Yerushalayim because we want Yerushalayim to have a lot of fruits and vegetables and vines and things like that. We want it to be pretty. So you got to bring it to Yerushalayim. So what's the rule? What's the, what's the one day's journey around Yerushalayim? So here's the boundary. Eilat minadarom. From the south, it's the Eilat. Akrabat minatzafom. North, it's Akrabat. Lud minamar. We know that city today, Lod. Uh, from the west, Yarden Minam Israch, and the Jordan from the east. In other words, if, you, if you're within those perimeters, you have to bring the stuff to Yerushalayim. For Amr Ula, Vitema Rabba Bar Ula, some say it was Rabba Bar Chana, Amr Yochanan, Matam Kedelat Yerushalayim, we should have a lot of fruits beautifying Yerushalayim, adorning Yerushalayim, decorating Yerushalayim. Metanya, Kamra Vai Hayololu Rablezer, Bryce said Rablezer, Mizrach Lud, he had a Kerem to the east of Lud. East of Lud means between Lud and Yerushalayim, so he was within that boundary. And he would have been obligated to bring the fruits themselves to Yerushalayim, but it was too much of a tircha, but far tebi in that place. He says, it's too much of I'm an old man. I can't schlep it to Yerushalayim. I'll be mafker to the aniyam, and then I don't have to, I'm not chayven kerem, I'll just make it hefker. Amulah, they told Amulah, Tavid Islam says, Rebbe, Kfarnim love, your colleague already took a vote of V'itiru. And he was matzer. You don't have to because there's no base of English anymore. So if there's no base of English, there's no point in in in, in uh, decorating your shalayim. And they're matzer, so you could just t- take the money to your shalayim. You don't have to schlep the fruits. Man chavercha, who was your colleague? Rabbi Yochanan Zakai. Ah, so Rabbi Yochanan Zakai. So this was the ninth takana Rabbi Yochanan Zakai made that he relaxed the rules about bringing the fruits to your shalayim. That was the ninth one. Okay, that was Rapapashit. The ninth one was about these fruits from Nachmar the vines. From Nachmar Yitzchakamar, he says what. That it was lush and shalshuris. What was the story with the with the red thread? We know the red thread that they put on the scapegoat. The famous story was like the Tanya Barishona, you koshin lush and shurus, al peschulum. They would tie tie the thread to the door of the ulam of the base of Mikdash, Bibachutz on the outside. Hilbin, if it turned white as a sign that Hashem Hashem um, um, atoned for us, right? That Hashem Hashem um, um, Hashem accepted our uh, prayers on Yom Kippur. And uh, he um, he absolved us of our sins. It turned white. 
to fulfill the Pasuk, if your sins will be as red as a scarlet, Hashem will make them white, and they'll be white, meaning you'll be atoned. Uh, if it turned white, when the, when the scapegoat went outside, went further away from Shlaim, and they threw the scapegoat, and if it turned white, they were happy. If it, turned, if it didn't turn white, they were sad. They should put it by the pestle on the inside, so you couldn't, it wasn't visible to the Hamonam outside. They'd still peek inside and see. If they turn white, Yuma talks about that. They took half of it onto the rock that was near the Mokum where they threw the uh, scapegoat down. Right, and part of it was between the horns of the animal. That was the takana that he made. So the people shouldn't be sad, they shouldn't see it. Because sometimes it turned white and sometimes it didn't. So my time why didn't he give her papa's reason about the about the Kara Ravai uh, that Rabbi Yachmazaka made a takana that you shouldn't uh, that you, you don't have to bring the fruits to Yerushalayim. I'm not going to say Isaac or Yechman Zake. He didn't say Yechman Zake. He said that your Chavercho already made a Takana that said they relaxed that rule. You don't have to bring the fruits to Shlaim. Who was Rabbi Yechman Zakei? Well, Rab Nachman felt it wasn't Rabbi Yechman Zakei. He wasn't a Chaver of Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer wasn't sure what to do. And his students said, don't worry, your friend, your colleague already said that it's Mutter. You don't have to schlep the fruits there. It was, uh, was Rabbi Yechman Zakei. A chaver, a colleague of Rabbi Lezer, Miyave, Rabbi he was his Rebbe. So it couldn't have been Rabbi Yechman Zakai when they said your, your friend, your colleague, relaxed the rule, it wasn't Rabbi Yechman Zakai. So therefore, Rabbi Nachman said that story was not Rabbi Yechman Zakai, it wasn't a Takan Rabbi Yechman Zakai. The Edech, but Rabbi will say, Kivan Tamidim, since they were his students, Lavur Harlemeimer, Rabbi Rabcha, they didn't want to tell your, their Rebbe, you know, your Rebbe, like they were putting him down. It wasn't you, it was your Rebbe. They said, no, you're your colleagues. You know, we didn't want to mention that. It's not, pri- not proper to mention to Rabbi, your Rabbi, like you're, you're only a student. They want to say, no, you're a colleague. You just, it was a nice lesson. Rabbi, my time alone, why did Rabbi give the reason of the Karim Ravai, that story, and not tell the story of the Lashon Shel Zahuris? It couldn't have been Rabbi Yechman Zakai. It couldn't have been Rabbi Yechman Zakai who relaxed the rules about the thread and said, you know, don't put it on the base of English, but rather take it all outside, take it down to the uh, uh, to the place where you throw down the um, uh, the Sarm uh, Shtaleach. It couldn't have been him. Why? There was no red thread that turned white. It never happened, right? In Malbin, it never turned white in his time. By the time that we learned, Rebbechmazaka lived 120 years. The first 40 years, he was, he was a businessman. The next 40 years, he learned. The last 40 years of his life, that's when he taught Torah. Presumably, that's when he made his takana. For 40 years before the base of was destroyed, it never turned white. So how could it be that he said, well, he saw the people and Elamadim and, and, uh, was always red. The time all these takanas were from the time that Rebecham Zakai, after Rebecham Zakai, after the base was destroyed, Rebecham Zakai, was, that's when he made these takanas. Now, he only could have made apparently takanas during his last 40 years when he taught Torah, right? That's, that's when it had been. But so, but the last forty, if he was after the base of Migdash, after the base of Migdash was destroyed, that's when he made Shachar base of Migdash. He made these takanas. But 
the, the, the 40 years before the basement was destroyed, it never turned white. So how could it be? Rabbi Yochum looked at the situation and said, look, oh, if it's, if it's red, they're, ha- they're unhappy. If it's white, they're happy. Sometimes it's white, sometimes it's red. So I'll take it away. I don't want it, I don't want it to be looking and checking. So he sent it out of town. Couldn't be because the last 40 years of his life, presumably when he would have taught to her or made these takanas, there was no, never turned white because his takanas were after the basement was destroyed. And the last 40 years of the basement years, his existence, it never turned white. So, so therefore, so therefore, Rapapa did not hold of this story with the with the with the uh, red uh, with the red thing turned white. In other words, when they said they made a takana uh, that um, they should they shouldn't tie it to the base mikdash's door at all, right? Who made that takana? So, Rabbi Nachman said it was Rabbi Yochum and Zakai. Rabbi Papa says it couldn't be Rabbi Yochum and Zakai. The Edach, why would Rabbi Nachman say? He'll say Osmar Mamshan Delamed. The, it really could have taken place in the 40, in his middle forty years when he when he learned Torah. You're assuming that it was it was only the last forty years when he taught Torah, and that was already after when he made his takanas. It was let's let's say forty one years at least since he had learned. It was it was um, for in the after the time of the base Migdus when he made his takanas, and that was the time that he could have taught. And the last 40 years when the basement was around, it never turned white. So he couldn't have been in a situation where it, sometimes it turned white and sometimes it didn't. No. The 40 years when he made the Takana was even while he was a student in his middle 40 years. Our bomb shone the Lomad, Talmud Yoshev He was a Talmud learning from his Rabbi Havi, Bomber Milsa, and he said, Good Torah, Vistabra, Tommy, and he explained the reason and he gave his Farah, but Kavi Rabbi Bishmei. And his Rebbe uh, was uh, Koveyed. He said it and he paskined it according to the name of Rebbe Hamzake. So it could very well be Rebbe Hamzake made the Takana while he was a student and his Rebbe attributed it to him, even though he wasn't the main rabbi then, but he was a student and he said it. So it could have been during his four, middle 40 years and therefore it's possible he made that Takana. In either case, we say Rebbe Hamzake made nine Takanas after the base Migdash was uh, was gone. And these, and these are the nine Takanas. There were eight that we agree on and the ninth one is a Machlokas. Okay, um... Uh,